everybody welcome back to the sales for introverts podcast sorry it's been a hot second since i have spoken to you last at least if you are listening as these are being published i had to take a little bit of a break there because i had a lot of life going on to be honest with you not only was work busy as it always is and dealing with this crazy world that we live in currently with all kinds of inflation and just busyness in general. We're in a busy stage of life. On top of all of that, you might recall me mentioning previously that my wife was pregnant. And so we've welcomed our third child here just a few weeks ago. So we are in the newborn phase once again, all over again. And we are dealing with all of that craziness right now. But everybody is good, the family is happy and healthy, and uh, we are just in survival mode still currently. For example, last night I actually got to sleep until 5 o'clock, and 5, 5 a.m. that is, which some people do get up at that time. I've never been a person like that, but uh, I didn't go to bed until after midnight, so it's been a... It's been a crazy last uh, few weeks, so that's why you haven't heard from me as much recently, so sorry about that, but I still am dedicated to the podcast, definitely dedicated to Sales for Introverts, so happy that you're here, and I still have a lot of stuff to on, on deck to talk about. So once again, the publishing schedule might be not as normal or as routine as you might like, I'm sure you might get into a groove where you listen to it every Thursday morning or something like that. But just hang with me here through this time, and, and we're going to get some more material out to you, such as the topic today, which brings up something important that I wanted to talk about, which are breaks and sabbaticals, if you've ever even been able to experience one of those before. And on top of that, your personal development. And that's something that I've never really embraced in my career or in my personal life. I'm just a really independent person. I, I don't know. That's just kind of my personality type. And so a lot of the self-help type stuff, especially books, I, I just don't really get into that. And I never have been into that. But a lot of my peers have been and a lot of people important to me have been. And yes, I realize the immediate irony in all of that because in a way, sales for introverts in itself is kind of, well, it definitely is a, per, a, a personal development platform for you and for me as well as introverts to get better at sales and business and marketing and things like that, talking to people, all that kind of stuff. All that stuff's related and it's definitely 100% personal development. So we'll talk about that that weird coexistence that's that's in my body i guess here in just a second but to me they're related the concept of taking breaks taking vacations or even sabbatical if you're afforded to do that but that is interrelated to personal development in a way because you you are forced to take a break from whatever your day to day is in order to develop so there's a difference between taking a break just for the sake of taking a break, which is what we'll, we're about to dive into, and then taking a break in order to work on yourself to make yourself better. Both options are extremely worthwhile and extremely valuable. It, who doesn't want to take a break, right? But what we'll talk about is this meaningful time that brings about meaningful results, whether it's just restoring your personal health or making yourself better. So let's dive into that. 
All right, so we've all seen those movies where the two main characters are at a party or a, a benefit dinner or some kind of big function, and the main character just, just needs to get out and get away from all these people, and they go out into, usually it's a balcony or something like that, and they run into the other main character, like the love interest or some interesting individual out on the balcony and have a wonderful conversation, which drives the whole storyline for the rest of the movie. Of course, we are like that a lot. That's a huge trope in a lot of different movies, but that's how interesting things happen. And that's how the storylines like to progress. It's not about the the day-to-day grind and the hustle. People need to go take breaks. And in every amount of introvert literature that I've read, and even in the Sales for Introverts course, taking breaks has its own little niche in there, in my course too, because it's it's an important thing to do and something that is not talked about very frequently. When you go to a new job, for example, or even in your existing job, you're not going to have your boss come up and you know remind you to go take your take a break, take a break, go take a break, go take a break. Instead, they're going to say, hey, how are you doing on this deliverable? And you don't forget that this is due in a couple of weeks. And did you call this guy back and all that kind of stuff? So if you got a good boss, of course, they're going to tell you to, to take it easy and don't work at home at night and don't bring it home and, and, and go enjoy your family on the weekends, right? But taking a break is, is still extremely important for your well-being and if you're an introvert even more so what what some of the things that i've read before is like it's it's almost integral to your introvertedness when you do go take breaks at work and it's not because you're you're being lazy it's not because you're not interested in the work that's going on it's not because you want other people to do the work for you like you Go take a break at the most critical time while your team is, you know, sweating it out. It's really more about taking a step away, trying to remove yourself from interacting with others and lower the level of stimulation. And it's almost brain chemistry. In fact, it is brain chemistry that for introverts, we have to step back and lower the level of stimulation a little bit because introverts are so often overstimulated. So when you do allow yourself to take breaks and lower that level of stimulation, then you're setting yourself up to become more healthy when you do go back to work. And so what does a break look like for you? I mean, is it every like five minutes every hour? Do you take little micro breaks during the day? My wife used to say that she would take mental breaks you know, step away from the spreadsheet, you know, open up a browser and dream about a vacation that she was going to take or look up a recipe or something like that. Think about uh, a sporting event that she wanted to go to and look up ticket prices, which is good. Uh, I don't typically organize my day that way. I I think I'd be a little bit too ADD and and not be able to focus and, and, and take way too many of those micro breaks. But for me, I'm more of a macro break guy in that I have a sacred lunch hour that I've talked about before that I do take a full hour for lunch 
And more often than not, I am by myself and I'll either eat lunch in my car or I'll go to a restaurant and just enjoy an hour to myself. And a lot of the times I'm either listening to a podcast or I'm looking at my phone and checking out things just to get away from work. And I feel a lot better and ready to go for the second half of the day after that. And by the way, as I just mentioned, you know, we've got a a big family and a busy family uh, with very young kids here. So that hour in my day really is a a precious time in where I not only get away from work, but also uh, family in a way and just give myself time to do whatever I need to do. So that's why that's so important. But thinking whether you take big breaks, small breaks, and of course, vacation. Vacation is a huge thing too. I, I meet people that say that they don't use all their vacation in a year, and I just do not, that does not compute. I do not understand that. Even if you have nowhere to go, just take time off and either stay at home all day or have a staycation, you know, to use a silly word, but got it. You have to take that time away. I just don't think it's healthy to, to constantly be at work, of course. But the whole reason that this this topic came around is because so we did have our third child and final child recently. Thank you very much. And it has forced me to slow down and, of course, focus on the important things. Family, extremely important. And that's what I've been focusing all of my time towards. Whenever I wake up in the morning until some nights... It's usually around 10 o'clock, 10.30. I have at least one child attached to me for various reasons. However, even though that sounds like a lot, I was also before then, I would work at night sometimes or work on the weekend sometimes just to stay caught up with stuff. And now I have an unusual situation. You know, I work on sales for introverts, but I also have a couple of busy other businesses that I work on too. So there's just a lot of stuff to be done in any given day. So I'm constantly doing this, doing that. And I've gotten to a point now where I feel like I'm I'm healthier in my work-life balance. And we'll talk about that here in just a second. But, but yeah, so that was it. Anyway, so all that stuff gets thrown out the window because if you got a crying baby in front of your face, then you can't work. You can't, you can't think normally you all of a sudden you are snapped in to becoming a parent it's like a biological response and so there is that takes immediate precedence and if you can hold the baby in one hand and do something in the other hand then fine but that's the extent of that multitasking that you're going to be able to do so therefore not as many podcasts getting report recorded right now but also not a lot of laundry getting done on my end either so there, there is that sacrifice there, but it has forced me to slow down. What I was doing five minutes ago was I was sitting in a quiet room with a noise machine, white noise going in the background and rocking a baby to sleep. And I just closed my eyes too and just kind of let my mind wander. And in, in a way, even though I was doing something and probably... I would rather be doing something else to be getting ahead, even if it's doing laundry. That forced me to slow down and take that break and have that cathartic moment. It's been a while since I've talked about one of those. But that moment of catharsis of just slowing down and mindfulness, enjoying 
my place right now in this universe, right? And even though I was doing something that I didn't exactly want to do, it still was a break and I still felt better on the other side of that. And so now we're going on almost two months of doing that every single day, more or less, since we've had our, our third son. So it has forced me to take that break, to slow down, to realize that work isn't everything. And it's made a difference, I think, in, in my perspective and what I want to get out of any given work day. And also, when I'm at work, I do feel focused and I know what needs to get done. And then as soon as the clock tells me it's time to go home, I just know that I need to leave it and it will be there for me tomorrow. Okay, so I don't want to beat a dead horse on that. I think as as an adult that that is interested in this podcast, you understand the importance of taking breaks. So if you're not taking regular scheduled breaks, go find a way to do it, especially if you're an introvert. It matters for your personal and biological health. Okay, so what about sabbaticals, though? What is a sabbatical? Is this... I don't know. It, that, that's always just been some far-fetched idea. It's like almost like this elite idea that only a privileged few get to experience. And I've never had one myself, but whenever somebody brings them up, it's usually in reference to like a teacher teaching profession as somebody at some university, at least in my experience, that hears, oh, you know, professor so-and-so is taking a sabbatical to go do an archaeological dig for two months in England or something like that. And I just like salivate over the idea of being able, of somebody being able to do that. And I feel like it's just so, so out there, not normal people in normal positions get to do. Like nobody talks about the sales guy who goes to take a sabbatical to, to go build a, I don't know, library in, in Africa or something. But that just doesn't doesn't happen unless you quit your job and that kind of becomes your vocation. But for me, a sabbatical has always been like a, an extended period of time off where you kind of rediscover yourself or devote yourself to this passion. And then I would assume you come back. Okay, so as opposed to routine breaks and vacation time, sabbaticals in my opinion, may not be as far off as most people think, especially these days. Because as I was just talking about earlier, if you feel the burnout or just generally you're just down about the state of the world or inflation or life or work's just too hard or everybody's feeling that these days. And I bet your boss is feeling that these days and your CEO also. So something you might want to do is save up a little bit of money. If that has ever interested you in your life, why would you not not ask the question, right? Just see if your company would be open and willing to let you take off without pay for a month or two. Here's why I think it's a good idea to right now. Turnover and job desertion and hiring in general is so historically bad right now, that it's a good opportunity for you if you ever have one of those passions come up or just ever dreamed about 
doing something like that and you have the ability availability to do so that this could be a win-win for you and your company because say if you're burned out you present this idea to go take some time off to devote yourself to some kind of passion for a little while but you promise say hey look i've got money saved up for it you don't have to pay me while i'm gone it's cool but i'm going to come back more refreshed than ever and work on myself and I look forward to coming back. I don't want to leave my job. I don't have a negative view about my job because you can get that grass is always greener on the other side syndrome. And I read a few articles recently of people regretting leaving their jobs just because of this whole COVID burnout stuff. And sure enough, they get into another crappy situation at their next job, right? So this might be a way for both you and the company to help each other out. Now, I don't expect the company to come out and say, here's a two-month free vacation to go do whatever you want to do. They're not going to do that for you. But it might give you time away for to just recover a little bit, and then you come back. It's definitely a different approach to the greener pasture syndrome where people just jump ship, you know, and, and, and then complain about wherever they land because you put yourself at risk too when you do that. It's a big risk for you to go to a new company just because you're looking for a greener pasture. But what would you do during that time off? If you're like me, you're going to dream about it, right? But as far as what you do during that time, probably depends a lot more on your interest in your life stage. Whether you travel, read, study, work on family life, a remodeling project. The opportunities are, of course, endless. But depending on the amount of time that you take off, you, you could even moonlight if you wanted to at a restaurant or a similar opportunity to replace some of your lost income. And you just kind of a no-pressure way to work somewhere and earn money in a different environment. Maybe it's just me talking here, but I would love to do that. I just think it would be fun to go work in the service industry for a little while and flip burgers or, or serve tables or something like that or work work festivals or just places where people are having fun. And I think it, that might have something to do with being in the whole COVID mess just to be in, in situations where people are happy again. I've worked in some tense and stressful sit- industries and situations for a long time and I'm not looking to leave it. I'm good with it. I'm at peace with it. And I like to bring peace to it. That's a big deal. But I'd also just kind of like to be the low man on the totem pole and 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 just be told what to do for a few hours and <laughs> and just give it my all and then go home knowing that that I did. And that would just be fun for me. For you, might be something completely different. So the big takeaway, though, is even if no matter if you take a, a five-minute break or a five-month break, I wonder what kind of perspective shift you're going to have. And I mean when you come back to your real job. Hey, look, I've been able to go out to my car at one of my previous positions when we kind of were in like a forest almost. And there's just this random nice office building in this wooded area in Atlanta. But I was able to go out to my car. Sometimes I would take a nap for 15 minutes and I had the windows rolled down and the birds were chirping outside and going back in, that would really just change my perspective right there. My whole mindset, 
but on a extended break, a perspective shift might be expected. And while I've never done extended leave like that before, I've had several different shifts like that in my career. I've been starting at at the beginning, I was in like a daydreamy type position where I was a little bit overqualified, but didn't have a lot of direction or responsibility. So I felt like I was full of potential energy, but I had little practical or monetary benefit from it. Okay, that's one. And then, like I mentioned before, I've been in a 60 to 70 hour a week workaholic for many years, either out of necessity or just I just wanted to put the effort in to get the work done and increase my territory to create more business for myself and my company. I'd say now I'm a recovering workaholic. And today, I'm in one of my healthier phases, I think, where I'm trying really hard to work on work-life balance. For me, that's just a lot of mental work. It's mental discipline. It's being intentional about not trying to check emails at night. It's being intentional about managing my workload. And frankly, if, if there's extra work out there that needs to be done, then I might try to help another fellow salesperson latch on to that instead of me, like I might have done in the past. So those perspective shifts are really interesting takeaways, and it, it's hard to, to not, it's like you have to experience it first. If you went up to a person with five-year experience, 15 years experience, 30, and 50 years experience, you know, you ask them all to give you some feedback and give them their takeaways. You'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. But until you actually live through it and understand why your perspective shifts like that, it's hard to really get the lessons learned and get the takeaways and make those shifts in your life so you can have a better well-being and, and feel better about yourself. So that's just kind of part of living. But speaking of that, about being better and being refreshed and being healthy, personal development. So yeah, of course, it's ironic that I'm this guy that talks about not really being involved in it. And then, of course, I've got Sales for Introverts, which is a sales training platform. So I don't want to escape that irony there. And I really encourage you to go to salesforintroverts.com if you're in this orbit because it can definitely help you achieve that sales comfort and confidence that that I think that all introverts can have. And the whole reason is like I had to be forced into it. It's like I just said, I feel like I'm the person with the experience and I'm at the point in my career now that it has gone well. And I want people to know why it did because I'm not a normal salesperson. And so therefore, I want to teach you and help everybody learn that you can be like that too. I want you to be like that. It's personal to me for introverts to know. And so it just forced my hand. It's proof positive that personal development is important and it works. And why it's kind of come to a head recently is because the ownership at our company that I work at now has said, you know what? Personal development is important and it's so important that we're actually going to allocate some resources to help you personally develop more. And guess what? You get to decide. We're not going to choose what you need to do, but you get to decide. Here's some resources. You pick what you want to do or where you want to go or what conference you want to attend that you think is going to help you 
become a healthier business person and individual in general. So I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I have some ideas, but I have not landed on anything. For example, I've never, ever done any kind of counseling or therapy sessions. I've never talked to a licensed therapist before, so I would be interested. I'm sure I'm kind of a head case, so I'd be interested in maybe trying that out. I've also never talked with a business coach before, even though I am one in a way with Sales for Introverts, and I'm happy to coach other people and train other people, but I've never had a business coach coach me individually. So there's that. And then there's other conferences and opportunities that I want to get involved in. I don't know. It's a blank slate. I'm excited about that. And I'm excited to see where it's going to go. So I'd love to get some suggestions for people who listen to this podcast to say, hey, in fact, you might even be a business coach listening to this podcast or a trainer in some way. And be like, hey, I have a service that I can offer you if you're interested, or please refer me to something. What has helped you in your career and in your life to make you a stronger individual, a healthier business person, just a better person in general? I'm totally open to any ideas that you have. I've got some ideas of my own that I will work on as well, but what did you do that was exciting to you? Besides take the Sales for Introverts course. I know, I know. It's the best course you've ever taken, I'm sure. So anyways, yes, I would love to hear that. Love to get some feedback from you guys. And uh, I'll be glad to share it too. I will share it somewhere. We'll put it, we'll put it on the blog. We'll put it on Facebook. Tell me what you did for personal development that really helped you in your life. Email it to me, mark at salesforintroverts.com. All right, so speaking of taking a break, it's basically time for us to take a break now. Appreciate you listening to this podcast. I hope you got something out of this. It's This is not fluff material here. I'm serious in that taking a break, I literally have read this in all the books that I've read about introverts as well as as part of my course. So it is a big deal and important for you to prioritize. Take time for yourself. Take time to recharge. And I'm curious too, like when your perspective shifts, if you guys have ever been through something like that, let me know. Email me and check us out at salesforintroverts.com. That's where the course lives. That's where the blog is. The blog, by the way, I've been blogging recently and I do blog transcripts of these podcasts. If you prefer to read instead of listen, it is a software service that does that, so the formatting is a little bit funky sometimes. But I hope that uh, you get a chance to go check it out at salesforintroverts.com. And I'd love to hear from folks. I like talking to people one-on-one. And most of the time, it's free. I just want to get some feedback on where you are in your life and tell me what kind of struggles you have. Feel free to reach out to me by email, or I'm also on LinkedIn and Facebook. This is mark at salesforintroverts.com. That's my email. So fire away and I will see you on the next podcast. Okay. You guys have a great rest of your day.